welcome to Date Night. I'm Will. And I'm Amy. And we've been married for 13 years. 13 long years. Yeah, and after all those long years, we felt like we needed some adventure in our marriage. So every couple of weeks, we send our kids out of the house to the sitter's house. And we go upstairs to the playroom. Yep, and we clear off the table. And we explore a whole new world together. Just the two of us. And me, your best buddy and longest role-playing companion. Yep, and Mike. And me, your favoritest nephew. And our nephew. Your favoritest nephew. Our favoritest nephew, Sam. And, of course, a mysterious force from beyond the veil, also known as your half-niece-in-law, Eva. Yeah, and our whatever Eva is to us. (laughs) (laughs) And we play... Dungeons and Dragons. Where you uh, left off last time, you had encountered this uh, goblin scout. Naomi had thrown a fireball into the uh, brush and uh, hit the goblin for very little damage. And then had convinced her that he did not throw the fireball at her, and then he disappeared back uh, into another dimension along with uh, Aaron. Uh, you're standing there still in the clearing with the goblin on the edge of the woods. Freeman's laying on the ground, I think, still, because he fell, or um, Aaron fell. That's the situation where you are right now. And I believe Dern had intimidated the goblin into sort of being... Um, the dropping her bow because she had she had I can't remember if she connected but she actually shot at right uh, yes <laughs> <laughs> wait where are they hey um oh wait that's not her voice though I'm sure where, wait wait where did the gnome and the orc go I, I, I you've got as much idea as I do lass they were here they're uh, gone did our friends leave uh, I don't think. I, I don't think they left so much as vanished. Okay, guys, this is kind of weird. Um, you had some friends over there, and now you don't. So just tell me what the heck is going on. I, I don't know. Listen, you, you you got no right to be talking here. You need to turn around, and I'm going to put you in some cuffs here now. Okay, but I, I have to remind you, if you do that, my pants are going to fall down. <laughs> I got some rope. We can we can deal with that. I don't know how to take that comment. <laughs> what? It was the gnome. It was flirting with me. Now is it the dwarf too? Do I have some sort of appeal to short people? This is. <laughs> hey, <laughs> wait, goblins are shorter than dwarves, right? About the same height. Oh, okay. So I'm gonna go ahead and use my manacles and put her in cuffs for attempted murder. Do you have manacles? Yeah, I got manacles. I bought them and everything. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm okay. All right, fine. I guess you've got me. Now, what do you want? Elf, what's the closest town to here? That would be still Slaver's Bay, probably. I don't want to go back to Slaver's Bay. Shouldn't we ask Freeman what we're supposed to do next? I mean, I've got, I've got a prisoner here. I've got to turn her in somewhere. I don't want to keep her forever. Let's ask Freeman. Freeman! Yeah? That's me. <laughs> Still hold. He gets up off the ground. <laughs> what do you think we should do with her? Um, How important is this shrine? I'd really like to get there and, and say, you know, a little prayer and everything. Maybe we could just take her with us, or... Are there any towns along the way? No, it's pretty much just jungle from here to the shrine. It's not a lot of towns in the area. Why don't we let her tag along and if she... What, tries to kill us again? Well... I mean, you guys kind of threw a fireball at me first. So. Would you really call that a fireball? It was it was only <laughs> yay big. I mean, it's not my fault your fireballs don't have much power, but I, I kind of... I attacked second. I was just watching you guys. Uh, look... You're you're very strong. You you've won. You could just let me go. I'm I'm not going to bother you anymore. Or if we bring her along and we use her, if we have to fight something, she could be some extra damage for us. And if she helps protect us, we can let her go. Otherwise, we can send her. How about this? 
What shrine did you guys say you were going to? And Freeman says, uh, We were going to the Raven Shrine. Okay, how about if I just give you some information about that shrine, and, and if it pans out when we get there, you, you can just let me go. Information is not a proper punishment for attempted murder loss. <clears throat> Again, <laughs> defending myself, I was hired by some people who were going to the shrine, and they wanted me to scout the area all around here and make sure they knew if anybody was coming. They have some sort of dark ritual and all this. I don't really care too much about it. I just needed to make some money. My brother worked in Slaver's Bay, and he lost his job because he kept getting people's packages confused. Why don't we bring her along with us, and if she helps us in any fights, then we can decide... We'll consider it time-served. Yes. Great. More voices. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you can do it. Okay. Well, look, I really don't care too much about those people at the shrine... Um, they're going to be pretty mad, though, if I show up there and uh, they know that I told you about them. But don't go wandering into that shrine expecting to say a little prayer and leave. Be prepared. You hear that, Darklin? Yeah, it sounds like somebody's messing with the Raven Shrine. Would you care to tell us what we're getting into? I don't know. I was just going there to see. I haven't been there in years. But you're blind. I was hoping I might be able to fix that, dear. Forgive me, but I'm really not trusting you with what this goblin is telling us. Huh? (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, what? I am not trusting you being a darkling and with what this goblin is telling us. I guess that's your prerogative, but I hired you for a job to take me to the shrine and I'm hoping you'll take me there. You had my word. I'll see it through, but if you know anything, you need to be telling us now. I don't. This ought to be fun. All right, wee little green lassie, you're in front there. Great, sure, okay. She starts walking through the dense jungle. Uh, It's getting thicker and thicker on your way to the shrine. She takes a dive and gets a face full of mud. A little help getting up, please. Help her up, obviously. Okay. Does she need to be manacled? Aye. After a while trekking through the dense jungle, you come upon another person here, a little halfling, who's got a small goat and a goat cart. And he says, Fail, hens! I mean, hail, friends! Uh, I'm Kip Weed Puller. Weed Puller? Yeah, Weed Puller. Okay. What are you doing here in this uh, jungle? It's getting thicker and thicker, it seems. I asked the same of you in that goat there. I was trying to get back, back to my town with my new goods. Back from where? Oh, I had visited Raven Tree, and I was going to go over to Slaver's Bay and take a boat. Doesn't seem like the best place for someone of your uh, stature. You know, glass houses and stones and all. (laughs) Yeah, you are kind of short. Yeah, some bandits were really picking on me, too. They wouldn't let me pass. (laughs) Is it all right? (laughs) Why did you start sounding like Carl? (laughs) I thought your name was Kip. So this is a little halfling fellow. He's got a little tussle of red hair, and he's smoking a pipe. And he says... Is he eating? Uh, no, not at the moment. I'm surprised. Yeah. He just says, But I really can't return home because a little way is up here, and he motions down the high road in the direction where you were heading, but there's a, a back way around to Slaver's Bay I was going to take, and these bandits have blocked it, and I can't go through the jungle with my goat cart because... My goat will never get through. It'll just get fatter and fatter and eat all the undergrowth, and I'll never make it. Plus, you know, wheels and roots, and I don't have to tell you. Goblin lass, you know anything about these bandits? Um, yeah, I saw them uh, up ahead on the road, but since we're going to turn south through the jungle, I didn't figure it'd be a problem. And Kip says, (laughs) (laughs) Guys... Their voices are too close already. 
Oh, uh, guys, you're, you're turning south, huh? I thought maybe you'd be heading along this road and you could kind of make those bandits scurry off for me, but I guess I'll just, uh, hang out here. I'll be fine. You know, my goat, my goat will have plenty to eat and I I've got plenty to smoke and I, I could just camp out here for a while. I thought you were going to Slaver's Bay. Yeah. That's the other direction from the bandits. No, I can't go the way you came through this jungle and stuff. I gotta go around the back on the high road, the mm. way the other way it goes. Are you going to come with us, or are you gonna stay? No, I, I'm not gonna be going down into the jungle there. Okay. It, if you guys aren't gonna go the high road to take care of the bandits, I'll just stay here. I'm fine. Uh, I'm good. <laughs> What do you think about these bandits' loss? Is this worth our time or not? How many bandits are there, Halfling? Um, yeah, there's uh, there's three bandits in, in the row. There's one guy, he's got an eye patch. He looks pretty tough. The question stands, Loss, what do you think? Look, you wanted to get rid of this uh, goblet over here. She says, still can hear you. <laughs> <Free people>. huh? <laughs> <laughs> he says, I'm going back to Slaver's Bay. I could take her there if I could just get along on the road. All right. I say let's try it. I. Okay. You're going to want to be pretty careful if you want to get the drop on them. When you hear the, the, uh, the, 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 the water from the, from the creek, it's kind of a, you know, babbling sound. You've heard a creek before, I guess. I've heard uh, a fair amount of babbling, uh, too. Yeah, I don't know. I, I sometimes I babble, and I can't really, uh, I don't know, uh, control myself. Uh, what, what were okay, we talking so about again? We Bond. need to sneak up on oh, the Oh, yeah, pirates. yeah. When you hear the river, you'll know you're close, because they're guarding a, a small bridge over the stream. It's, it's a really small one. It's more just, you know, so that people with carts and stuff can get over the little stream. Right. Do you have a joke about a little stream? <laughs> No, I was just sitting here listening to all the, the wonderful explanation of the, the size of the bridge, and uh, still haven't heard much about the bandits other than one has an eye patch. He's but, got, but one please. of them's got an eye patch. <laughs> he looks pretty tough. But the other two guys, I mean, they just look kind of like regular bandits. I, I mean, regular bandits. <laughs> I will never not be laughing during these while I... <laughs> nope. Okay. What do you want to do? Like, if you're going to go take care of these bandits, what's the plan? Who's going? Who's staying? I think we can leave Freeman with the goat cart. I'll watch it for you. <laughs> yeah, leave Freeman with the goat cart. Let's take the goblin. We'll use her as bait. Kind of set up a little ambush. Stick her out. You know, let her go and get their attention. When they come to rob her, we sack them. I do have a bow, you know. Right, and you can sack them from range. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll do that. We'll Go up until we hear the, the wee babbling brook. Okay, so it's Kira, Dern, and the goblin. Correct. And Kip is, and Freeman are going to stay back. All right. So you head along the road for a little ways, and you see it, you know, it's starting to turn back more into a road where, where you were. It was petering off kind of into the jungle. And you do hear the, the little creek a little ways ahead. You want to make some stealth rolls? Let's roll. We've been playing for... 15 minutes. Let's do a roll. That's where you take these little plastic guys that with 20 sides on them and you drop them. Alright, and add your stealth modifiers. I don't think I have one. 16. And you have an 11. So we'll take the average of those and the goblins, I guess. Roll to 16. Alright, that's enough. You're going to be able to sneak up. Um, you can see that there are three bandits kind of chilling out next to the bridge. There's two, one standing kind of on each side, and then the one with the eye patch is standing with one of the other bandits. It looks like they're playing a game of some sort. That's kind of the scene. They're about 30 feet away, and you're in the tree line. All right, well... All right, we last. You go out there, you get their attention, you bring them back to us. Take her manacles off first, please. Why? She's a prisoner. Prisoners stay contained. I, I don't know if I like this idea too much. <laughs> Take her manacles off so she can defend herself. 
And why would I do such a thing? She could try to defend herself from me. I'm pretty sure that she would be willing to go along with us at this point. Oh, I. And she's going to tell you the truth, right? Take off her manacles or I shall. Come here, we lost. <laughs> well, I like this a little bit better. And you take the manacles off and she says, If I help you take out these bandits, will you let me go? Hi. Thank you. For real? Aye, you have me word. Okay. And she steps out of the tree line, and she's going to just start walking toward the bridge instead of yelling or anything. Um, I, I won't let him know where you are, all right? I know that's Kip. I won't let him know where you are, all right? I think that's the same voice. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so she starts walking over to the bandits. Can I get my bow ready? Yeah, go ahead. You want to ready in action? Yes, please. Okay, what's your action that you're going to ready, and what will trigger the reaction. I will have my bow up and aiming at, I guess, eye patches later based on what Kip said. Well, he said he looked pretty tough. (laughs) Then I will have my bow aimed at whichever one looks like the leader and or more tough. So I'm assuming eye patch dude. Yeah, so there's the guy with the eye patch who's got like a sword in his belt. The other guys have uh, daggers in their belts. I actually want to ready the spear instead of the hammer this time. Okay, because you can throw that? Well, I want to stay inside the tree line as much as possible. Okay. The spear's got the better reach. Okay. I think that they both reach five feet, oh, but okay. I don't know, if unless you throw them. But, um, so the <laughs> goblin starts walking up, and you see the one guy who doesn't have an eye patch who is playing the game with the guy with the eye patch, and he comes out, and you see him talking to the goblin and the goblin kind of starts looking back over her shoulder toward the trees and then shrugs and just punches the guy who came up right in the face and now the other ones draw their swords she didn't do any damage to that guy but you can go ahead and I'll give you a surprise round on this one Okay. so if you want to go ahead and take a shot from the woods you can and then we'll roll initiative and I will take a shot at I catch. Okay. Seven. Plus. Trying to remember that. It's plus your DX. dex and Thank your you. proficiency. Two and two, I guess. Mm, no, nope. that's gonna be a miss. So it sails over the captain's shoulders. And let's go ahead and roll initiative. So see, uh, everybody roll a d20 and add your initiative, which is your your dex modifier. Eighteen. Eighteen. All right. Um, who rolled higher? Sixteen. So you rolled higher. Yeah, naturally. All right. So Dern, Kira, Goblin, and then the eye patch guy, and then each one of the other bandits. So that's easy. All right. So Dern, you're up. What would you like to do? You're in the tree line. An arrow did come out of there at the guy, but is not necessarily able to see you at this point. But you're about, again, 30 feet away. You've got the guys down there at the bridge. Haven't really moved yet. I don't think I can chuck the spear that far, can I? Yeah, at, at, after 20 feet, you're at disadvantage, I guess. But you can throw it up to 60 feet, it says. Okay, well, let's chuck the spear then. Okay. At, uh, at eye patch. Do you want to stay in the trees, or do you yeah, want to try... stay in the trees for okay. now. Okay, go ahead. You'll have to roll twice, then, and take the lower result. Uh, that's gonna be a miss. Be the lower result. Yeah, it's six. Yeah, so, yeah. Okay, result. so that's a miss. The spear kind of sticks into the ground near the bridge, and here it's your turn again. Obviously, I will take aim at eye patch dude again. Okay. Eleven plus four, fifteen. Yeah, that's a hit. So roll your damage. Uh, four. So you stick an arrow into the eye patch guy's stomach, and now they do know where you are. The goblin's going to act... Did you give her back weapons, or...? No. Okay, I didn't think so. So she's going to punch. She's going to hit the one bandit dude for one damage. And that means it's Eyepatch guy's turn. And he's going to straight up charge toward the trees. And he makes a perception check. He spots you. Uh, He's going to take a swipe at you, turn, but I'll give you... I'll make a minus two to hit, I guess, since he's under, you're undercover. 
that'll be a mess. Okay. So the two, the other bandit comes across the bridge, and he's going to take a... Oh, no, the one standing next to the goblin is going to attack and miss. The other bandit's going to come across and try and hit the goblin and also miss. So it's back around to Dern. Alright, I'm going to hit eye patch with the hammer. Okay. 17, and then proficiency 19. Yeah, yeah that's definitely a hit. Okay. And then this one, 7. Is there then any you add your strength. So 11. Okay. So the eye patch guy is unconscious. Mm-hmm. Alright, Kira, you're up. Shoot the next one, lass. I will be aiming for the goblin fighting... No, the they're both bandit... Kind of, they're both kind of fighting her at okay. this point. Then I'll aim for the one that she's not immediately next to. Hit the tall one! I'll aim for the tall one! 17. That's a hit. That's a hit. Mm-hmm. Two. Two damage. Yep. All right. So that bandit's got two arrows sticking in him now. <laughs> Poor guy. <laughs> and he's like, ugh, okay. Goblin's up. Gonna be a mess. The two bandits are going to try and attack the goblin again. And they both hit her this time. She's unconscious. She drops to the ground. The first bandit hit. And the second bandit charges up toward the tree line. Alright, it's back to you, Darren. Alright, let's uh, let's hit him with the hammer. Okay. 18. That's a hit. 9. Takes care of bandit number 2. So we've got one bandit left who's down by the bridge. Kira, it's your turn. What Bell. are you doing, Bo? Four. You shoot an arrow out into the into the to babbling eight. brook. The goblin makes a death saving throw and is not dead yet. Not dead yet. The bandit is cutting and running at this point. So he's running across the bridge in the other direction. It's back around to you, Dern. Charge after him. I can't let him go. Okay. Roll athletics. Uh, is it a d20? Yeah. 13 plus proficiency, so it's uh, 15. Plus, are you prof- yeah, you're proficient. Yeah, okay, so you catch him, uh, gain a little bit on him on this go. So you'd be uh, close enough, I guess, you could make an attack if you wanted. 7, 11, 13, no, yeah, 13. That's a hit. All right. <clears throat> Eight, yeah, that, twelve. That'll take care of that bandit. So you've dropped these bandits, okay? Uh, but the goblin is currently unconscious. You're a prisoner. Hi. Hi. Last year, I lay on hands. Okay. Uh, that'll bring her back up, and she goes, "Oh man, uh, what happened there? You did good, lass." You're... Did, did I take them all out, she says? No, not even close. Ah, uh, uh, okay. But you did well enough. If, if, you're, if you promise to never to, to keep your nose out of trouble, then you're free to go. Uh, I'll try. I was just trying to, you know, be a scout and make a little bit of money. I wasn't trying to get into any trouble. But listen here. If you ever see us again, you go the other way. The, the other way? The other South. Way. Okay, I got it. Shover way is not our South. Right. I'm going north right now. If I see you again, I'll go south. Aye, got it. Aye. Uh, can I have my weapons back? No. Oh, it's going to be a tough trip back to Slaver's Bay, but all right, goodbye. And she goes. <laughs> okay. Why wouldn't you give her weapons back? Why would I give her the ability to attack us again? Why would you not allow her the chance to defend herself? Really far the last time no, she... no, I'll be fine. Ah! <laughs> The last time she tried to defend herself, she shot at one of us. No, the last time no, she tried to defend herself, she was knocked unconscious because you wouldn't give her weapons back. It was no. just a giant weasel. <laughs> There's too many giant weasels in, this, in these woods. There's always giant weasels. At least they're not giant ants. <laughs> All right, so you've got some dead bandits around. This is that time in games where sometimes you do what? Loot! <laughs> Loot. Alright, so go ahead and uh, who are you checking out first, I guess? Eye patch. Yep. Okay, so both of you roll a perception check on the eye patch guy. That's based off of wisdom, right? Uh, yes. 13. 13. Hey, good numbers. So you both rolled 13s? Yes. 
Roll again. That's lucky. And I started with a seven. Sixteen. One! <laughs> Who are these guys? <laughs> uh, this world has been here before. I forgot where the bandits were. I was just, like looking around. Where are they? Are they in the creek? Okay, you notice that the uh, guy is wearing a, an earring, but it might be one that you would think you would leave. But this one looks like it might be magical in some way. So why don't you make an arcana check? Arcana check. Okay, so I guess I'm rolling again. Uh, 17. Okay, that's good enough um, that you know it's from the elemental plane of Earth. And you know that this is probably the earring that's known as the earring of Tus Tenai. So roll a history check about that. 20. So you crit. (laughs) So you know that this is actually an earring that is cursed. So if you pick it up, you may receive the curse. But you also know with that crit of 20 that you can actually get a boon from this earring if you partake in the correct ritual when you pick it up. So being as you rolled that crit, you know the ritual. You can pick up the earring and gain the boon of Tus Tenai, or as the kids call them, Tenai Tus. So if you were to wear this earring with the curse, you would have a horrible ringing in your ears for most of the time, and all your hearing checks would be at disadvantage. But with the boon of uh, Tus Tenai, instead of ringing, the earring actually resonates sounds, and you get plus two on all perception checks that require hearing. So okay. it sounds like I want this. Yeah. Um, you also gain the ability to understand a new language, but you can't speak it. That's called primordial. And I'll give you this paper. And you check out the other guys, too. Yeah. Um, oh, the, the captain, uh, the bandit captain, also had two <laughs> gold bracelets valued at 25 gold apiece. You'll want to write those down and make sure you write the value down. That's maybe more important than what the items are. Okay. I'll take one, you can have the other. Oh, thank you, Loss. Okay. I guess you'll check out the other dudes, too. Yep. There's nothing on, really, one of them except, like, the, you know, the dagger. The other one has a horn that actually, with your really good roll, Kira, you know, is the mate to the cursed earring. And this horn, the horn of Tustinai. Uh, will allow a different user to communicate with whoever is wearing the earring over a long distance a few times a day. You can use uh, up to three times per day. You can speak a message through the horn that can be heard by the wearer of the earring, so long as that wearer is on the same plane and within one mile. So you probably want to give this one to Dern so he can communicate with you here at a distance. Is this a radio? Um, it recharges every day at sundown. Okay? Okay. One of you will get the horn, and one of you will get the earring. Uh, and we can split this paper up into two pieces, and you can keep the descriptions with your character as gear. But this basically, might be handy you, if I have to go off and do some scouting myself. Yeah, you'll have a way to communicate with each other a few times a day. Can I talk back to him through my earring? No, you can't. It's a one-way deal. Okay, so... If like, I go off he can give scout. you a signal or something, but you can't necessarily respond unless you shoot a flaming arrow into the air as a response or something. But you can't talk back on it. But at least you don't... If you had the curse, every time somebody talked to you on it, you would take psychic damage from the noise. So at least you don't have that. Okay? So that's pretty much what the bandits had. Let's go back and get Freeman. All right. Oh, uh, uh, hey guys, uh, it looks like you took care of those bandits. Did you hit them with some oh, uh, kistifuffs? Uh, and he, he swings his hands around like he's about uh, fisticuffs. Do I retrieve my spear? Yeah, sure. Okay. Yeah, and if you throw stuff, unless it goes off a cliff or something, we'll assume you go back and pick it up. Okay. Uh, where's, your, where's your friend that I'm supposed to take back to Slaver's Bay? She went about her own way. We went ahead and let her go. Oh, that was really nice of you. I mean, I don't know too many people who just let people go, but or help little fellas get along on the road with their goats and stuff. My, I appreciate it. Anyway, uh, here's some gems. They're they're pretty. And he hands you each a pale green 
tourmaline, which are valued at a hundred gold pieces each. I guess uh, I'll be on my way then. Well, so will. Freeman has uh, nodded off. He's sitting down next to a tree, and you see he's asleep, and there's some drool dripping from the corner of his elderly mouth. <laughs> I think we should take this time to take a rest ourselves. In this place. Okay, it is late, because you guys pushed on last time instead of taking a long rest, so your long rest will get you back to... In fact, I don't know if you even had Lay on Hands available when you used it before, but we'll see you used a medicine skill and just stabilized her and sent her back out with no health. Okay. So, <laughs> so you've got um, uh, back to full hit points, and you've got your cooldowns like Lay on Hands back. All right. You pass the night uneventfully, and morning breaks, and you know you could probably make it to the shrine in pretty short order looking at the map at this point. Alrighty. Let's go, Darkland. Okay. So you start getting to where you would be near the shrine. On You look at the map. Around the shrine on three sides, it's pretty dense jungle, and on the other side is really even more difficult terrain to pass. So you approach the shrine, you see it on the map, and you're getting near it. What's the idea here? The shrine is surrounded again on most sides by jungle or, you know, really, really dense jungle. Well, this is your territory. Uh, slowly approach. Okay. And see what I can see and hopefully not be seen. Alright, well let's go for stealth rolls then. 18. 17. Alright, that's pretty stealthy. Uh, against the perception checks, you're not detected. Um, you can see into the clearing where the shrine is. There's a large shrine there of a, a storm giant crashing two storm clouds together. And there's another sort of large raven flying out of those two storm clouds. And the water from a fountain is dripping out of those clouds. Obviously they're not real clouds, they're the statue, it's kind of a fountain. The uh, standing in that clearing is somebody in some acolyte robes, yellow with a black hand on them, and two others just wearing plain yellow robes. And they're pretty intent on the shrine. It looks like they're um, sort of pouring things into the water. Can I use my detect good or evil? Yeah, what does that do? Does it detect fiends or... Yeah, it detects fiends or celestials, that kind of thing. Okay. These are run that you don't see anything fiendish. I mean, these are regular humans, just maybe not the type you'd want to bring home to mom. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Unless, you know, mom's an undead warlock or something. Oh, well. And I've got a, a religion proficiency. Do I recognize any of the symbols or anything? You could roll your uh, religion shaft, I guess. I've got a religion thingy too. 18 plus 2, so 20. Yeah, that's pretty good. So this black hand is something um, that you know basically is about desecrating uh, other religions for the most part um, and taking what would be a good or neutral power and sort of using it for ill. And it's a cult of the black hand. So it's chaos. Pretty much uh, chaos and chaotic evil type activities. Hey, Freeman, this is what's going on here, and I relate everything I see. I can feel it. It's not good, that's for sure. I don't think my prayers are going to work very well here at the moment. Um, I know I only asked you to take me to this shrine, but you seem pretty capable if you'd be willing to get rid of, you know, whatever's going on here. I'd appreciate it, but I understand if you want to leave. Oh, no, we're, we're not leaving without these vile cultists being defeated and destroyed. We are. Oh, aye. <laughs> oh, good, he says. The shrine has not yet been corrupted. I can still feel its power. Uh, it still has some good in it. But we need to act soon. Do you have any hints on what we can do? I don't know, but if I can get near the shrine, I may be able to help you. How many cultists are there? There's three. Two in... Plain yellow robes and one in a yellow robe with a big black hand on it. Do you guys know anything about this? About these guys? Like me, character asking. 
Yeah, because she wouldn't have known about your religion check, I guess. Oh, let's just put it this way, Lost. They're not the good guys. They're chaotic disturbers of the balance, and they, they pervert and corrupt anything they touch. They need to be, they need to go away. Any tips on fighting them or just throw everything we got at them, like usual? Well, I suppose you should stick the pointy end of your arrows inside of one of them, not the other. Obviously. Alrighty. Okay, so you're, right now, they don't see you. I'll give you a surprise round if you want to do something. I'm going to try the spear again. Okay, you're going to throw? Yeah. Okay. Yep. So your, your spear kind of uh, gets stuck on a tree branch when you go to throw it. Well, I did 14, and I'm aiming for the main one. Okay, 14's your total? Yes. Okay, that's a hit. Five. Okay, so you stick an arrow into the... It actually goes right into the black hand on this guy's back, and he turns around immediately and signals the um, other uh, underlings or whatever to head at your direction and they pull out daggers, start running toward the trees. Let's roll uh, initiative for this one. 20, natural. 8. Oh my god. Alright, that 8's good enough. (laughs) So, Dern is going to be first. Charge and hit him with the hammer. Okay. That sounds good. Who are you trying to hit? Uh, whichever one's in front. All right, those would be the underlings. Okay. With the daggers. All right. All right. 12, 14, 16. Yeah, that's a hit. Where's my... Oh, there it is. 5, 9. Yeah, one of them is down on the ground unconscious in one hit. All right. Um Kira? Shooting at main acolyte again. Nine, eleven, thirteen. Sorry, my math's a little slow today. That's a hit. Yay. You have to squishy the guys, too. Okay. Alright, acolyte is up now, and he's had a couple arrows stuck in him, and he didn't like that so much, but... Um, he actually casts a spell around himself and creates like an aura, um, but doesn't attack at this point. The first of the underlings is going to take a stab at Dern with his dagger, and that's uh, eight. Armor class is yeah. eighteen. Okay, <laughs> that's a miss. The next one does the same. Wait, no, he's dead. Yeah. All right. So that's it. It's back around to you, Dern. Hit him with the hammer. Okay. What is Freeman doing in this? 16, 20, 22. He's standing behind here with you, Kira, okay. I would guess. 22. Yeah, that, that's a hit. 3, 7, 7. Oh, that takes him down. He's unconscious. So we Darn. just have the acolyte Darn. left. Darn. Kira? Arrow? Okay. 7, 9, 11. That's a miss. So it sails over the acolyte and kind of ducks out of the way. Does the aura do anything noticeable that I can see? No, that was a straight-up miss. So the Acolyte then starts casting in your direction, and a a hand shoots out of the ground, a large, leprous, diseased-looking spectral hand, and that's a 14 against your armor class. Which is a 13. Okay, so that's a hit. So you're going to take 7 necrotic damage. So you feel very weakened, Physically by that, it's no, like, visible wounds, but it just is attacking kind of your spirit. And then it's back around to Dern at this point. There's no way to tell what the aura does? No, not really. I mean, you could make an arcana check, but that would be a turn, or, you know, an action. Uh, Let's go hit him with the hammer. Okay, as you go to run toward him, there's a small... It looks kind of like a cat, but it's like made out of clay with bones and hair sticking out of it, and it runs to intercept and tries to get between you and the acolyte. It's not very big. It's about the size of a house cat. Is it classified as undead? Uh, you Go ahead and roll, and this won't count as your action. Um, 
Yeah, so this is a homunculus. So this is something, a construct, more okay, than an undead. Mine, mine doesn't affect that. Um, and it's going to take a swipe at you with a claw while it's there, since it hasn't had it go yet. This will be, be where it comes in on its initiative. Um, that's a seven. I don't think yeah, that's going to no, be a hit. No. Okay. Smack the cat with the hammer. <laughs> Fort 16. Yeah, that's a hit. Seven. Okay, so you turn this cat back into what it was made out of, which was a lump of clay and hair uh, and bone. Then it's back to Kira. Bow and arrow. Okay. And I just shot myself in the foot. <laughs> so that's a critical miss? Yeah. yeah. So we're going to say that you go ahead and pull back on your bow, and instead of launching the arrow, you launch the bow forward a few feet. So that's laying on the ground now out in the clearing, and the Acolyte is going to try and hit Dern with that uh, diseased and leprous hand again, since Dern is now has nobody between him and the Acolyte. That's a ten. So Eighteen. Your great uh, paladin spirit resists the dark, spectral hand. Dark, it comes dark. up against your gleaming armor, which I don't yeah. think we've mentioned yet, and it sees its beautiful shininess and it just doesn't want to <laughs> Soil it, and it goes back into the ground. Armor's uh, always shiny. So the hum- not the homunculus. That's gone. It's back to Dern. I think we all know what's going to happen here. Hit him with the hammer. <laughs> no, <laughs> not exactly. Hit the ground. <laughs> you forget, I guess, where the acolyte is, and you turn back around and swing at the lump of homunculus on the ground again. No, I hit it. Clay goes everywhere. <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> That was still a good hit. All right, Kira. Is his armor still shining? I, yeah, it's still shining. It's, it's always shining. The clay hit it, and it just dripped right off, but his pants are filthy. Oh, yeah, I'm shooting again. And your bow's on the ground. You oh. have to collect it. I, um, how far away am I from the Acolyte again? Uh, you're probably about 20 feet away. Okay, so I guess I have to run and pick it up. You can do that. Okay, I'm running, I'm and running. Freeman steps out of the woods and kind of follows you beside, you know, stays beside you. Okay. Um, okay. Run and pick it up? Yeah. Am I able to shoot it? Uh, sure. Okay. I think that's a free action. Ten, fourteen. Uh, Are you not proficient? Don't you have a... Yeah, ten, she gets plus two, 12, plus two. 12. Oh, I'm sorry. Um... Yeah, that's that'll be a hit. Seven. Okay, that'll deal three, because he's resistant right now to that attack. Okay. Um, and it's back around to the acolyte who actually sees Freeman in the clearing, and drops what he had like a jar in one hand, and he drops the whole jar into the shrine, and turns toward Freeman and goes to cast the hand again. Uh, Freeman takes his turn and actually rushes toward the shrine. Uh, he's not so good at that. He trips over a root and falls onto the ground. Well, he's blind. blind and the him. hand is coming out to try and attack him. Uh, that'll be a hit since he's prone. And Freeman is unconscious at this point. Okay. Um, it's back to Dern. Hit him with the hammer. <laughs> But Freeman! 13, 14, 16, no, 13, 17, 19. Okay, uh, that'll be a hit. 8 Okay. plus 4, 12. Okay. Uh, he's looking pretty bad, but it, it didn't take him out. It goes back to Kira. Bow and arrow. Okay. Unless I'm a lot closer. Am I within sword range? Although I just you might... could run there. I mean, it's you have a move on your turn too. So hit him with the hammer. I don't have a hammer. <laughs> Find one, then hit him with it. I've got a sword and a bow, and my d- bow does more damage. Can you whittle a hammer? Seven, eleven. No, nope, that's not going to do it. So it's back to the acolyte, who's going to go for the leprous hand attack on Dern. That's a seventeen. Eighteen. Eighteen. Okay. That'll be a mess. <clears throat> shiny armor. Back to Dern. Very shiny armor. And 
Very shiny. Hit him with the hammer! <laughs> A12, uh, uh, 14. 14. 14. That's a uh, hit. 6. Okay, that hit makes him really look like he's on death's door, and he takes uh, an expeditious retreat, which is a spell that you watch him cast, and he gets incredible speed, and he rushes uh, off to the south. No chance of catching up? with Very little. I mean, he's flash speed at this point. He's moving at least twice your normal move speed. 60, 60 or so feet. I, I gotta second. try. Okay. Right. Come on, 20. Come on, 20. No. No, like, you're tripping the play. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Stupid cat. And the thing really takes off. You want to try and take a shot at him while yes. he's running? Okay, you'll be at disadvantage because he'll be out of your range quick. Well, I fail miserably. Okay, so he gets away, um, but the other two are dead, so it's just the two of you in the clearing with Freeman unconscious on the ground at this point. Hi, I'm Will, creator and GM of the Date Night Podcast, and author of important public service announcements like this one. And I'm Mike, and I play Dern. Now that there's a break in the action, we just wanted to take a second to talk to you about shrines. Yeah, we had some fun today, visited a desecrated shrine, and told some jokes. But in reality, there's nothing funny about shrine desecration. Right. Shrines are very important to people. They're where people practice their religion. Or where they go to teleport into adjacent dimensions and live out a new life. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> but when you decide to knock over statues... Or contaminate the holy springs... Or spray paint a big pee-pee on the standing stones... It, it hurts people. Even if it's funny. So take it from us, over here at D8. When you visit shrines, don't desecrate. If you want to be a part of the solution, visit our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash D8 Night Podcast. That's facebook.com slash the letter D, the number 8, N-I-G-H-T podcast. Or subscribe and share this podcast with your friends and the shrine desecrators in your own life. So it's just the two of you in the clearing with Freeman unconscious on the ground at this point. I'm very angry that he got away. Okay. Just to the point. Good. <laughs> I'm irritated that he got away and irritated that Freeman's on the ground. Okay. Now that we're sharing, I'll pass <laughs> I'll pass the share ball around the table. <laughs> and when you get it, you can tell me how you uh, really feel. Lay on hands on Freeman to get him back up. Oh, thank you. Uh, did you take care of them? We got two of them, one got away. Okay. And out of the woods, or the jungle, come no more some cats. more uh, acolytes, oh, actually. Lord. So these are the ones with daggers. There's about five of them with yellow robes. And Freeman says, Get me to the fountain. Pick them up, get them to the fountain. Okay. Uh, strength check, I guess? That's 19 plus 4. We'll roll the dice and oh. add four. <laughs> <laughs> Five? Yeah, so you don't get to add to the crit fail. Oh. So um, you I go to that. pick up Freeman and it doesn't work. Like you try to put his arm around your shoulder and can't lift it. <laughs> so you want to try Kira? Yes. Okay. I will help guide him there. I guess I have to do a strength roll as well. Sure. Four. Instead of picking me up, you could just guide me there. I <laughs> so go was ahead. trying to, okay, so I you thought. just bring him to the fountain. First, I just want you two to try and pick him up, and then just lead him to the fountain and I hold his hand. I was trying to lead him. <laughs> okay, you were. You did say that. So Freeman gets into the fountain and actually kicks that jug back out, and he pours some regular water into the fountain out of his water skin. Um, and you watch him cast... Uh, a spell, and these little guardians, which are like, they almost look like tieflings, but they're the size of fairies, and they're riding around on pseudo-dragons. Um, they come up out around him, 
and they shoot these little thorns, like their arrows, at these acolytes, and lightning breath shoots out of them. And basically a few of the acolytes get killed, and the other ones go running back toward the jungle again. What would you like to do? There's probably three of them still up, but they're running back into the jungle. Um, am I within melee range, or are they far away? Or? They're about 20 feet away, I guess. Yeah, that's where I'll try to hit one of them. Okay. Nope. Alright. So I'll try as well. Try and shoot that one. Five, six, seven, eight, nine. Alright, so they get away back into the jungle pretty much under the cover. Um, and Freeman says, Thank you for bringing me here. He says, um, I have something to admit though. I know I told you I have a brother who's a sailor, but I don't. He did? <laughs> Yeah. Oh, good. You don't remember. Uh, I don't have anything to admit. I regret nothing. And he, he says, I have to journey to the Feywild. I'm sorry. <laughs> Go for it. He says, um, I needed you to get me here, like I said, and I'll keep my word. You're free now, but I don't have a way to get you back to the mainland. I'm leaving this plane and I'm going to the Feywild, where I can be young again and see all of the wondrous beauty and leave this place of blight and pain. And with that, he vanishes. Um, but one of the little blue pseudo-dragons that didn't have a rider on it stays um, and actually looks at the two of you quizzically. So I'd like the two of you to roll a nature check to see what you know about this little guy. Seven, two... Okay. So, eleven. <laughs> two, <laughs> two eleven. So go ahead and do no, what, whatever... Wait. Is this wisdom? Uh, I don't know. What's nature? Wisdom. No, intelligence. Intelligence. Oh. Okay, no. Still no modifier. <laughs> okay. So basically, you know that this thing is maybe maybe wants to come to you. So go ahead and give me a call that you would give to this dragon to see if it would come in your direction. I'm not <laughs> calling. I'm gonna put my hand out. Okay. Wait, wait, wait! The dragon kind of poops itself when you make all of that noise, and it. The, the gentle hand of Kira that it held out, it it flies over to that gentle hand and lands and turns actually into an amulet. So it transforms into this amulet. So roll, uh, both of you roll arcana checks. So you, you know this amulet looks like a dragon, uh, Kira. It's shaped like a dragon. And what did you get, Darren? Eleven. Is that plus your uh, intelligence, or no, you're not proficient have, in that? I don't have an intelligence modifier. All right, you don't know how to operate this amulet yet, but it's a light blue glassy stone in the shape of a sleeping dragon, and it's on a silver chain, okay? And you're going to need to find somebody to tell you how to use it and attune it to yourself before you'll be able to use this amulet. Okay? If only we knew that. I have stonework expertise history, but I don't think that's necessarily applicable here. Uh, probably not, because okay. it's not probably made right. so much as, you know, Rilled out of stone. Out of, yes. Okay, but you've pretty well finished with the, I mean, the, you watch the shrine actually get cleansed into really pure-looking water. Oh, look, it's pretty. Yeah, and it starts running out of the clouds again. Um... Can I see what religion the shrine is? Uh, sure. Nope. Nope. <laughs> this is a pretty okay. statue. I have religion in the background, but I don't know what that means with me saying, hey, what is this? You can roll a religion check. Okay. Yeah, so that'll probably do it. Okay. This is basically a really nature-centric religion, oh, so you, you might imagine. Um, so basically this one prays, it's a giant storm giant that's birthing a magic raven, basically. That's what the, he smashes the clouds together and the storm raven came out. And there are those who worship the power of the storm raven. And this is something that brings things like rain to the earth, but it also takes care of things that are dead and diseased like a raven does. So that's basically what the tiefling was worshiping here at this shrine. You know that. Lousy darkling. 
making, <laughs> making deals and then skipping out before he finishes them. <laughs> like you remembered <laughs> what the deals were. I suddenly did after he disappeared. I'm like, oh crap. So you guys find yourself in a situation here where I don't have anybody to do voices. So you have to figure out what you want to do now that you've made it to this shrine and you're here and you're free and you sort of have a map of the region. Um, you're at the shrine, which is in sort of the northwest of this region that's labeled as the Tagata region. I'm um, not feeling very well. Do I, Since I know about the shrine, do I know if the waters are restorative at all? Um, you can roll. Let's uh, use my lay on hands. I don't know if that would be Arcana again. Two. Okay, I know what they do. <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> with that crit... Um, as the water is cleansed through the fountain, through the know, clouds... I barely know what water does. Yeah, it's not water for, for Dern. It's, it's not even water. But as you watch the water get cleansed through the clouds, you know that that makes it sort of restorative, and you may want to take a drink of it. But if you bottle it with that crit, you know, if you bottle it, it's just, like, legit water. <laughs> But you can it's get legit. healed for 1d4 damage by taking a drink, if you'd like. I would. 4, 4, 4. Okay. Okay. 1 is okay. Yeah. I'm up to 6. And you're at full health, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. Everything just kind of glanced off of my gleaming armor! <laughs> Alright, so you've had this battle at the shrine. You want to do anything? You've got the t- couple of dead acolytes that didn't get away. That are still there. And there's more that the little dragon, dragony things killed, right? Yes. Yeah, three more of them got killed. So five total. Or no, two of them got killed. I think two three got away. So I guess it's four total. Do we even want to look at what they've got because they look kind of? Uh... Yeah, probably should just. But yeah, leave them be. Okay. Roll a perception check. I don't like perception checks. 19. 17. Alright, there's a bag also sitting on the edge of the shrine, a little leather pouch. Okay, let's see what's in it. Okay. That one uh, has two bloodstones in it. Uh, Those are sometimes used in dark rituals, but they're just gems. Uh, They're worth about 50 gold pieces a piece. You can have one. Oh, how sweet. What's next? If you look at the map, you can see that there is difficult terrain to the east and southeast. There's still some jungle, but it starts to thin out if you go southwest. The nearest city is a place called Raventree, which is where Kip mentioned he had come from last. There's another abandoned city marked on the map. There's something else scrawled straight south that just says Bandits. And you see other things marked, you know, further away on the map. But basically to the southwest is Raventree. Straight south almost, just a little bit west, is the abandoned city. And then there's uh, bandits marked straight south, but there's also difficult terrain straight south and and east. I think we should go to uh, Raventree, just because you're still not up to 100%. And I'm kind of untrusting of these woods since several of the acolytes got away. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Okay. So go ahead and roll survival checks. Trees? What are trees? Yeah, that's not so good. Ten. All right, so you're actually going to stumble on um, a couple of these acolytes. Of course. So it's just two. It's in the yellow robes. Um, and they're going to go ahead and attempt an attack at you. Uh, so let's roll initiative. Thirteen. Five. One. Thirteen. So we're going to go... We're going to go again. Eight. Right, so one acolyte's going first, then Kira, then the... Uh, then Dern, then the other acolyte. Okay. Uh, acolyte's going to attack... I'll roll randomly. Alright, Dern. That's a mess. Kira, it's your turn. They're pretty much within melee range. You were in some thick jungle and stumbled right up on them. Alright. Even though they're wearing bright yellow robes. Short swords. Okay. Slash. Eight plus uh, twelve. Yep, that's a hit. Uh, D6. Three. Okay. And second hand. Sixteen. Yeah, that's a hit. Six. 
Yeah, you finish off that acolyte. Two quick slashes of the sword, and you make a nice X, and his yellow robe starts bleeding red, and it's Dern's turn. Great, your name also rhymes with turn. It's not just... <laughs> Dern turn! Dern turn will burn! Oh, no. That's a hit That's without a hit. any modifiers. Five, nine. Yeah, he's dead, too. Yay! That was a tough encounter. So you've got uh, one slashed-up acolyte and one smooshed-up acolyte <laughs> there. Um, you want to continue on? Yeah. All right, so can you continue on a little ways toward the south and west and uh, roll... Let's do perception checks this time. Ten. Three. Oh, okay. That's a trade. Um, <laughs> you feel... Actually, this pocket spear slip out of your belt, and your pants fall down. Dern. Pick them up. I'm looking at Dern. Okay, the, the pocket spear is not there. So, like, you feel the pocket spear, feels like it gets pulled out, but then your belt gets undone, too. Your pants fall down. Roll a... Um, pants uh, check? Yeah, a pants check. Just a dexterity check. See if you... All right, you don't fall down or anything, but basically your pants do. Your pocket spear seems to be missing. <laughs> um. What? <laughs> what in the seven hell realms? Look around, looking for. Okay, roll perception again. Seventeen. Okay. With the 17, you actually see it looks like the pocket spear floating off into the woods. And you hear a little giggle. (laughs) (laughs) Once again. (laughs) So the Pillsbury Doughboy has stolen your pocket spear. (laughs) Do I have to roll to put up my pants? No, you can pick your pants back up and, and buckle them. Do you want me to shoot at it or just run after it? I haven't seen it yet. Something yeah. stole your spear. Do you want me to shoot at it or run after shoot it? Shoot it! Give me a spear! <laughs> <laughs> Alright, I aim at underneath where the spear is. Alright, you're going to be at disadvantage, but go ahead. Seven. Alright, that's not going to be enough. So then you hear a... Oh, not nice. Oh, do you want it back? No, I don't want it back. Give me my spear. I'll trade you. No, it's mine. No. Nope. Well, that's what you're making there. <laughs> what are we dealing with? Can I run after my spear? <laughs> you can give it a go. Okay. What is this thing? Awesome. <laughs> Your pants fall back down. Darn it, you get a face full of jungle muck. But your armor is still shiny. shiny. (laughs) What are you? So you want to try and figure out what it is. You can roll uh, nature. Nature checks. I crit. 15. It's a fairy. A fairy! It's a fairy, yeah. I don't remember if I like fairies or not. So you know a little bit about fairies with that uh, crit nature check. You basically know they like to play (gasps) tricks. Um, but they're fair. If you'll, you know, deal with them, they might give you your items back. They're fair, except for they're breaking the law! <laughs> Thievery is against the law! They like shiny stuff. It's still mine. <laughs> <laughs> You're having a conversation with God right now. <laughs> it's okay, my son, Darren. They only like shiny things. They're simple. It's still my stuff. <laughs> You've got a copper or something, right? Maybe it'll give it back to you for copper. It's shiny. It's your spear. Do you want it or not? Oh, I want my spear, but I'm not trading nothing for it. It's right, literally mine. Pulling up my pants now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What do you want? You Fairy? Have give me something of value equal to the spear. How much is your spear worth? Or at least a shiny. <laughs> Your voice is interesting. You come out here, I'll give you something shiny. I don't like that. And it, you watch the pocket spear start to go back into I, the I, jungle. I, I, yes. I, 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 I dig in my pocket. Did you change your mind? Yeah, it's a freaking copper. 
Oh, that's not shiny. I got silver. Nice shiny silver piece. Mm, you got anything more yellowy? <sighs> I got your gold piece right here. Oh, shiny. Come here and get you it. No, put it on the ground. I'm not stupid. <laughs> <laughs> your wee sprightly... Put it Sprite. on the ground. Did you watch the spear kind of go back and forth in the air? Set, Do it. Set it on the ground. Just one? <laughs> <laughs> and Mike is turning very red with anger right now. He matches your sweater. Yeah. Can a... Like a, a, a good and evil check to see, like... It's a fairy. I know, but it's, I can detect celestials if they're part of the good. Right, so it's fae. So, so I don't that's know if that's good. on my thing. <sighs> I think just celestial and fiends. Okay, you, you wee thing. I got you two shiny pieces oh, of gold. Oh, Tim, thanks. Put them on the ground. <laughs> there they are. <laughs> okay. And the spear is going to start flying in your direction now, except it it's... Stuck out and pointy at this point. Okay, so that's gonna be a. What damage does your spear do? One d six. Okay, you take three damage, and you watch the coins go floating off into the woods. But the spear is back. It's stuck in you at this point. I hate fairies. 